Hey, 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 world, it's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Law Diaries. Broke, lonely, angry, and horny, turning your mess into a beautiful masterpiece. Happy cold Thursday. And today is the last month of January. And um, uh, so just a winter polar vortex that has hit the country everybody is feeling it you know um buffalo is really really feeling it we are shut down and so as i have the opportunity to talk a little bit about something that um is is kind of happening all over and i thought about preparation uh, a lot of us are not prepared um for wealth and the reason I'm talking about wealth this week is because I saw a lot of things. One of the things that I've seen is, is that too many of us are going, are dealing in broke. Even though we have a decent job, we don't have decent credit. Even though we have a nice apartment, we can't afford to purchase a home. And that's just across the board for especially for African American people. And I and I say this and it's just for any general American, but especially for African American people because we have no money. <laughs> we have a little bit of change, but we don't have no money and we don't have no wealth. Um and that bothers me. And I'm going to tell you why it bothers me because most Americans, especially African Americans, have big baby showers. And it was the first time that I went to a baby shower that was majority African American. And there were gifts and things there. But what I remember the most is everybody was handing. There was a piggy bank that was the resemblance of a crown. And in that crown, people were dropping money. So before this child was born, this child had established wealth. Because people were, there definitely was gifts, but people were dropping money. And somebody had given stocks and somebody had given a bond and somebody had given a CD. And I was thinking to myself, Wow, before this child is born, they are establishing wealth. They already have a savings to go on. And I thought that was the smartest thing that I could have ever seen. And the question is, are we preparing our family members for wealth? My grandmother used to say, you better make sure you got some insurance. Not insurance, but insurance. And she would say, you better have some insurance because you never know what's going to happen. You need to be prepared. Every, uh, and, I, and I believe that. I think that black wealth happens when we establish good credit. I think that we establish when we build a pocket of a pocket of resources for our community. You know, it was funny because I, I tell the story a lot. 
a lot of us work hard, but we don't work smarter. Uh, some of us overact and underthink. A lot of us don't save and we don't invest in things and in people. That there's there was a there was an episode uh on Charlemagne the God um uh, and Damon Dash and he said something and people kinda clowned him for it. Um uh, he said to him, you know, I am a owner. Yeah, my son started a cookie business. I own, I would rather own because I don't want to give people the opportunity to fire me. And he and I mean they were going backwards and forth, but he was a hundred percent right. We are more than now, more now more than ever need to become owners. We need to buy the block. You're gonna secure the bag, buy the block. Make sure that block changes from whatever the street name is, from Gates Avenue to Yo Avenue. So you will never have to worry about being homeless. People keep saying, how do we eradicate homelessness? How do we eradicate this? Teach people to buy the block. Secure the bag. Teach people to have uh, ownership. Teach people how to have a side hustle. The one thing I keep telling my children is you, you need to have multiple streams of income. While the internet is for free, you need to use instead of looking at fight videos, you need to be establishing a, you need to be establishing some ways to make money on the internet. Right? You need to, to start making you some money. And I say that and people think that I'm being funny, but it's so many ways that you know on Amazon you can set up a merch account. And design a t-shirt. People not making five dollars. Right? But if you can bring in five dollars, then you get that's five dollars to get you a loaf of bread. Don't knock the hustle. Start you a podcast. Might not your podcast. I don't care if it's two cents. But just in case, you got some just in case money money. That oh five dollars ain't enough, but five dollars is something. Uh Establish teaching people things. If you gotta make a sneaker, learn how to make a sneaker. Understand real estate. Understand, understand that right now, if if I would have been educated, and let me just say this, if I had been educated on how to do certain things, that's why I started learning new skills that's why i don't watch tv as much i learned graphic design i'm learning coding i've been learning coding for years but really learning coding i podcast um and i educate my people and and people who are willing to listen because i know what it's like to look i know what broke look like i didn't even talk about broke when you broke inside i'm talking about broke when you can't afford a loaf of bread Broke when you ain't got not a dollar in your pocket. We're not saving. We're not establishing banks and credit unions. We're not establishing those things. Because a lot of us are so selfish. A lot of us are complaining and saying, well, the government 
and the, and the city of the city officials let's keep it real don't give two shits about you they pretend they care they act like they care they want to they and 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 maybe in their heart when they started they wanted to they wanted to care but let me tell you something fame and success is a terrible addiction it's, it's deeper than a crack addiction. When people become successful and they become famous and they become, they've done their part. Most people who are are trying to secure the bag forget about other people. They're trying to make them rich. They can't make them rich and worry about you too. They just can't. I mean, people do, but they don't. The only way we are going to get out of our financial hell and our issues and not and worrying is is that we got to set some things up so some of the things i'm not going to tell you why you're broke because i mean a lot of people we already know why we broke and 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 so hopefully this can help somebody today the number one thing is is that we have to set some goals number two when i say set goals really write the vision make it plain um seriously write your vision down I mean, that's the one thing that started for me was I started saying, I don't want to be this. I don't want this anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to complain. Number two, stop blaming others. People, even if it is their fault, it's your fault anyway. Even if it is their fault, it's yours as well. It's my fault even if it isn't. And let me tell you why. We all have an option to fix them. We do. You can make all the excuses and people just, I'm telling you, excuses are like booty holes. Everybody got one. So stop making them. Don't abuse your credit. If you got credit, clear it up. If you got bad credit and I'm, I'm, I'm on the path of clearing up my credit, clear your credit. Stop building you a savings. Seriously. I wouldn't care if everybody on going on the yacht, everybody going on, the, and everybody's like, girl, if you put down this $233, if you don't have six months to a year of savings, just in case, I'm going to tell you what this is, um, just in case this shit get real. That's what you can call that fun. Just in case this shit get real. You need to have six months to a year of savings. And that is something that I am establishing this year is, nope, get my money in order. I'm going to have me a savings. Nope, I can't eat no coffee. I can't drink no coffee. I can't go to Starbucks. I need to save because anything can happen. Things can change. Uh, stick to a budget. If you write down, write that, nope, can't spend that. I love Jason Pitts from the game because Jason Pitts, he regardless of whatever, but regardless, he 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 had over sixty million dollars, but he was buying one ply toilet paper because he was afraid to be broke. And I think that's something that we need to teach our babies from the get go: be afraid to be broke. Don't be af don't do anything not to be broke, but be afraid to be broke. Um, and the, and the reason I say be afraid to be broke is because we know what it what it leads to. We know what poverty leads to. Period. It's just obvious. It's like poverty. Public assistance. I mean, bro. Teach your babies that. Uh, stop trying to impress your friends. 
just because they spent it on Prada, I'd rather be Nada. I'm all right with that. I can't afford Prada. I don't want Prada. I don't know who she is. I don't know what brand. I'm okay with being Nada because I'm saving for something later. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, don't go in because you pissed off at your boyfriend, your friends, your mama, your grandmama, cousins. You go on in impulse shopping. What are you shopping for? You already got five TVs. You don't need six. Stop buying. Learn how to invest. You know, a lot of people, you know, Nas is a prime example of an investment hero. The rapper Nas, I know right now, some people crying. Because he was investing. He was he was acting broke. Like I said before, he wasn't with the product. He was putting money in. I'm not saying he ain't had no nice stuff. But he was putting his dollars. Nah, I'm going to put my money here. And I think it's when his album fell off. When the album fell off and he knew that this rap thing couldn't last forever. And he's a phenomenal rapper. He was like, let me put my dollars somewhere where I know I always have income. We got to think differently, right? So he started doing that and money is coming in. $350 million. He invested in something. $350 million. He got him a restaurant. Not one, but five. Little things that he invested in. And people said, man, that, should, that ain't going to manifest. I, I want to be a now and later heifer. And I'm saying heifer the way I'm saying it. That's right. I want to be a now and later heifer. I'm <laughs> okay. I'm going to invest now so I can have me something later. Ain't nothing like having you something for later. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in the crew of now and later heifer. And, I, and a lot of reading. You know, a lot of my thinking about money has changed because I've been studying. And one of the things I want to thank Angel Rich, uh, The History of Black Dollars, Black Wealth. It was probably the book that enlightened me the most because I was sitting there. Now I understand how we how we got into poverty, how we how African-American people got into poverty. Angel Rich, and let me tell you the name of the book. Um, she uh, wrote this amazing, amazing book on poverty, on, on black wealth. And I was sitting there like, yo, this is the book that we need to have in our portfolio. Everybody should be giving this to their child. Everybody. This, this book opened my eyes. I'm pulling it up for y'all on the internet because I wanted to make sure I give you the right. The History of Black Dollar, of the Black Dollar by Angel Rich. Uh, a lot of people said it was, a, but for me, that was the opening of my eyes of, yo, Tamara, you really don't have knowledge of your dollars, of our black power. We are, we are the consumers. We are consumers. They people, people come and talk, they pay attention. As my boy Nate Brown, um, Nate Boy say, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. A lot of our black dollars, people have become billionaires off of us. Because we are the biggest consumers. And let me tell you, a rich man's dream. And I heard this, I heard this, and I'm going to share this with y'all again. A rich man's dream is a poor person. He can always keep you in poverty, and you can. And you, we will always make him rich. 
A rich man's dream is a poor person. You think, pay attention. All these other different countries came. They didn't go in the Orchard Park and set up no businesses over there. Where they come at? Because they was guaranteed that we were going to buy. They looked at what we, what we lacked of and bought a need. And charged us triple, double, full. So if you learn nothing else, a rich man's dream is a poor person. Because he knows that if he can give them something, he can make it, he can, he can become rich. He can come in your neighborhood and make it rich because we won't pull our resources together to make us rich. Um, and so that's something that we have to think about. Um, we don't invest in ourselves. We don't invest in things that are going to bring us value. I, I get clowned a lot because I don't buy clothes, buy a fancy clothes and shoes and purses. and But I will invest in a class. I'm not foolish. This is real. I was foolish in my 30s. I was foolish three years into... And actually, it took. I started really realizing um, how important it was to have different things. So I started investing in Photoshop. Sixteen ninety five a month, honey. Yes, I do. Because if you don't have some type of um, backup plan. So while everybody, while I was sitting in the hospital with my son, I was studying. I was learning graphic design because I said something going to get me out the hood. Okay, these books ain't pushing too well. But let me tell you something. This graphic design will get me out the hood. Period. Something don't get me out where I'm not, you know. And then I was like, you know what? I was listening to the news and I found out that if you know how to code, that they, they have, it, they're in need for security. Over 30 million jobs. Please believe I'm on Code Academy every month, every day. We got to establish our wealth. Uh, next is our finances are not in order. We have no clue what we're spending on. And I can and I can honestly speak for myself that I have no organization. So I was like, oh, you got to get this together. Get your life right. Again, this is in compliments of Angel Rich book, The History of the Black Dollar. For me, that was an eye opener. That was the book that opened my eyes. And another book that opened my eyes about financial stability, even though it wasn't technically about financial stability, was Culture Vultures. I read that by David Nash. And that was another book. And also, listen to people don't, y'all be rapping and listening to people sing, but y'all won't hear the messages that Beyonce and them like, get your dollar right. <laughs> get you some money. So you go, literally, they're telling you to invest in things that people are like, huh? Duh? Yeah, you spend more than you make, definitely. You know, stop spending more than you make. You own a car that you can't afford. You own a home you can't afford. A lot of people do get into home ownership, but are getting in these sham deals. And knowing that they can't live in a mansion, I will live in me a three-bedroom three shack that I can build up. But I'm going to live in what I can afford. Um, the next book that I'm reading is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it's something, and I'm going to close it off with this. 
My rich dad taught me to focus on passive income and spend my time acquiring assets to provide passive and long-time, long-term residual income. Passive income. Passive income with um, that passive income from capital gains, dividends, residual income from businesses. So a lot of times I find myself saying, let me look at what, and I, I can't do it. Well, let me, and first of all, let's get the can't, what we can't do. We got to start investing in things that are residual income from businesses, um, rent, real estate and royalties. A lot of times when I started getting into books, I was just like, he said, but your book is forever in a day. Your book is forever in a day. Your book is forever in a day. And so I, the reason that I continue to write is because I love it. But I know that it's forever in a day residuals. One day I could get $3, have $3, you know, residuals. And one day in the near future, somebody will pick up on it and say, you know what? I want to make this into a movie. There's so many opportunities with the market of book. People just want right, 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 right now money. And sometimes you don't get right, right, right now money. So, you know, when you're thinking of residual incomes, invest in things that are going to bring you money. Now, again, being that now or later heifer, okay? That's right, heifer, you know, you can take it. And I'm not saying it in a derogatory way, but now and later. Let me invest now so I can have me something later. I live, you know, I, I used to work at an um, investment firm and I understood nothing about what they were teaching me. But I'll say it again. I worked with a boss who took the train every day. They took the train every day to work. But he was a multimillionaire. Our thinking is, is, is backwards. And so, uh, just some life hiccups said, Tamara, get, get your money right. Tamara, save. And, and I've been investing in my knowledge. And so, you know, as I close this off, um, I'm catching a cold because this, this weather has been awful. And one of the things that I want to, you know, um, say to a lot of a lot of you is we just this this podcast was about empowering us. See, the importance of empowering your team, if you have a team or if you're establishing a team, is you have to make sure they're built with knowledge, right? I can't establish a team keeping all the knowledge that I have to myself. And I know this is pretty long as a podcast, but I I just know that we, the order, in order for us to win, we got to start empowering our team. It's like when I was working in customer service, we would have trainings. And we would empower, the trainings would be empowerment sessions so that we would understand sales and marketing and, and how things are going. We can only win when we empower each other. It may not be what you want to hear. It may not be what you like, but... The biggest downfall that we have as black people is we've stopped empowering each other because we are afraid that 
this person's going to have better, or this person's going to live better, or this person's going to get this, and this person's going to get that. But the truth of the matter is that a lot of us are losing because we are in acting in fear. We got to start establishing um, wealth, and that comes from preparation. You know, and so I encourage you today to take your opportunities to start looking around and, and looking in your neighborhoods. Who owns your neighborhood? When you go to the store, who face greets you? And, and stop saying black people don't know how to do business. Well, then we need to teach each other business. Please stop saying that we don't know how to handle, we don't know how to treat people. Then teach people how to teach. It, it's simple. It's just simple. We don't know how to treat each other. That's because we don't, we fear teaching each other. Sometimes, some of the times we get an attitude back because of the attitudes we give, you know, but I, I, I encourage y'all to get focused and in alignment so you can put your life five years ahead of you. Become consistent in, in your desires. Come consistent in your finances. Come consistent and empower and start buying up things that you know that I don't want my babies living like I live. I guess that's the fear for me. Like, the, the a lot of my fight is now I'm saving 10% of my income. I'm controlling the way I spend. I'm going to make my money earn more money. And, and that's just, I'm just thinking differently now because it's real. Guard against losses. Learn from people from experience. Own my home. It, that, it scared me. You know, it scares me now. Uh, um, the one thing I know is when you rent, you're giving away wealth. And so, I, and if nothing else, I don't want to be that girl. So, now I'm planning so that my children will have, will never have to say, well, I don't know where I'm going to live at. No, I don't want that. Also, start planning ahead for your elderly years when you can't earn. And so, that's why I wrote books. I wrote books because I never want my children to say that they don't have residual wealth. Yes, they do. My books, if my kids go and they print up my books, God forbid something happened to me. And if they smart, they'll use my book income and they will be able to always make money. Always. My kids can sell my books until they, if that's the only hustle they have, they can sell my books. But they won't be broke. Uh... Increase your ability to earn. And and I'm learning that. Increase your ability to earn. People can say what they want. I'm weird as hell, but let me tell you something. I'll be learning everything. I'm serious. Oh, that sounds like a way to win. I'm serious. I took our graphic design and I literally started off with just playing around with it because I had no money. But I, I took it seriously when I realized that if you know how to design, you know how to make something, so you, I was like, shit. Uh, yeah, I said it just like that. Shit, let me get over here and learn this the e the hard way. Typographic. 
learning the typographs and, and different things like that, uh, learning how to design flyers and, and book covers and bookmarks and whatever you need, banners. Because if you can do that, somebody going to need your services. Learn how to code. I'm telling y'all, Code Academy, I think it's $9.99 a month, y'all. I'll be broke, but I'll be smart. I'm not going to be broke and smart. It's just not, it does not work that way. You know, learning how to design a website, but learning how to build it up from code. Let me tell you something, you get paid. They they in desperate need because these colleges can't keep up with the demand, the demand of coding. And they need, here's the thing, you establish a website, what do you need? You need security, so you need to understand security. And I say that to people a lot. You know, it's great to have the internet, but if you know how to operate the internet, <laughs> holla, you, you, you're not a liability, you're an asset. If you're not a right, you're apps, you're an asset. So we got to stop being a liability and stop, make, and stop being the poor, the rich man's dream. Seriously. And so um, it was an honor, as always, to be a part of uh, helping you guys get out of your broke, lonely, angry, and horny. But the finance part is important. Securing your bag and knowing what it is that you need to have. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Tam Loves to Write. You can follow me on Instagram, Tam Loves to Write 39. And I hope that this helps somebody today. Listen, invest in an author. Support your local author. Support your local business. Guys, buy your block. If you see there's a bunch of, if there's a bunch of the banking apartments and buildings, you know what? Save up for a year and go and buy that property. Don't be the person that says, I wish I did. I wish I could. No, be the person you can. If you save that penny, you save that dollar. Save 10% of your income. Believe me, whatever it is that you want to establish, you can. So, guys, I hope I empowered you today. And have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Hey, 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 world. It's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, and graphic designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blah Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, Turning Your Mess into a Beautiful Masterpiece. So guys, I know that I was on early this morning and I um, talked about wealth, but I want to talk about being intentional. And this is going to be really quick, but I feel like um, I needed to say this. Um, when I started in graphic design, I had zero dollars and zero cents. And it was because I wanted to design my own book covers. I know what I want from my books, right? And I remember um, buying a Photoshop. I didn't. I couldn't afford nothing else. And I remember all I had was nine dollars and ninety nine cent. And it was on my little card. Somebody gave me a ten dollar gift card. And I took that ten dollar gift card and I invested in Photoshop. And I said I'm gonna make my book cover. And so I did. And I was like, I can't afford this $9.99 every month, right? I had situations and circumstances and issues. But I, I want to tell you why, I, why I'm why i saying be intentional. I, I, I just started practicing on Photoshop and other graphic design software that was for free, Canva, right? I was on Canva.com and I kept practicing. And, you know, people would use the, use the other stuff like the basic stuff that they would give you. And I was like, no, I need to understand color and technology and typographic, typographic, 
typographic. I know I can't say the word right, but I was intentional about learning everything. So my good pal, Pinterest, <laughs> was teaching me everything. Bye-bye. Have a good day at work. Be safe. Um, it taught me to be intentional. So I'm going to say it again, guys, to y'all. When you're trying to secure the bag, you need to be intentional about your career. Sometimes it ain't the dream that you want. And I'm, I'm going to talk about sometimes you got to move on to the next dream. I'm not telling you to abandon your first dream, right? Because I, I didn't abandon writing. I love writing. I'm going to write every day till the wheels come off, right? But sometimes you have to move on to the next dream. Because in the process of me being a writer, graphic design and writing goes hand in hand. And so people are saying, how? Well, I need to design the book. So I need to know how to format the interior of the book, which is what? Graphic design. I need to understand the design of my cover, which is what? Graphic design. So sometimes when you're moving on into the next part of your dream, right? Because people think that you only have one dream, right? And I think you always just pursue your first dream, right? But I, don't, I know that I've dreamed over a thousand or so more or more dreams, and I'm 44 years old. Who says that you can't fulfill the next dream, right? Sometimes you can work on your, your main goal with your new goal. Let me say that again. Sometimes you can work on your new goal and still fulfill your main goal. I want to be a graphic designer because I love it. Like, I realize I love it because I know, I understand color, right? I don't dress nice. I don't I go front to y'all. I don't always, but when it comes to putting the book covers and the colors together, baby, honey, sugar pie, mine's is dope, right? The reason I'm telling people this is, is that, and this is just basically for my children and for my family members and loved ones. Sometimes you got to move on to the next dream and, and work on the next part of your dream so that you can secure the bag on your main dream. See, the second part and the second course of your dream may be the money maker for you to pursue the main dream. Sometimes I was listening to David Banner. I love David Banner, by the way. And David Banner was talking about he, he's, he is a music. He's a producer. And he talked about buying the drum and learning how to play the drum. And had all he had was instructions. Everybody say instructions. <laughs> and he just took it from his seat, took it from there, and he developed beats and did things differently. Here's the thing, guys. A lot of us think that we, if, if dream A don't come together right then and there, then we need to quit. But sometimes our dreams come in sections and territories. Graphic design is going to take my books to another level. Real talk. Graphic design is going to take my books to another level. I believe that. And I'm and I, and, and um, learning how to make movies. I came to the conclusion I was working on um, Adobe Premiere. I said, oh, I'm going to make music videos. Right? I ain't never did a video in my entire life, but I'm a man. <laughs> but this is gonna get me where my books are. My books are gonna become a movie. I'm gonna do some rapper. I don't know who. 
But I'm going to do some big time rappers video. I'm going to do a commercial. I'm going to put together videos because, honey, video is where it's at. Right? But in order for me to learn these things, sometimes I have to buckle down. And and, I, and I'm going to tell you why I was saying that because yesterday I was in a funk. I was in a funk and I was like, <laughs> when I'm in a funk, I don't want to be bothered with nobody. And then I came to this harsh reality. Tamara, either you gonna lay in your you gonna lay in this funk or you gonna get you gonna get the funk up. <laughs> you're gonna get the funk up and you're going to secure your bag. Sometimes the upsets, and I said this before, sometimes the upsets is to get you to get you to kick you in your ass to do what you need to do. And my upset was I I, I was like Tamara ownership. Ownership. Tamara, you need to change some financial things in your life. And the only way that I know how to do that is graphic design. Also to charge what I'm worth. Like I've been I've been I've been playing myself. And I had a real talk with a mentor that was like, you're not charging what you're worth because you're afraid that, you know, you're going to hurt somebody's feelings. But if they really value you as a person in your work, then they're going to pay for, pay what you're worth. And, and so I say this to y'all guys because we need to have to understand that our dream, when we have to move on to that next dream, let that dream pay for the main dream. That 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 back dream that you was like, you know what? I that I kind of slipped and, and bumped my head on that by accident. You ever do something on accident? <laughs> you you stumble on a career on accident, it's gonna get me the hell out of the hood. And I'm not and I know I said not to leave the hood, but when I mean get out the hood, the hood mentality. Sometimes rappers do what they had to do. Sometimes rappers had to sell drugs to become a rapper. Right? May not have been that choice of work. I'm not telling you to sell drugs either. Let me just clear the air. But some rappers had to do what they had to do to get out to the next goal. It wasn't that it wasn't their initial goal. I, well, at least I hope. But if for some of them, they had to do what they had to do to go to the next level. And I and I I, I wish that people can grasp that sometimes that writing is my number one dream. Writing. And seeing my books go into a movie is my number one dream. I love that dream. I live that dream. I breathe that dream. I work that dream. Right? I work that dream every day, every second. Even when I feel like I'm getting a little bit of a uh, writer's block, I push past it and I keep writing. But what I, what, I, what I will say is that graphic design has sustained me. It has sustained me to say to Mara so that when it comes to whatever... You can do some things. See, sometimes it's not, it's not always fair how you got to execute to get to make that main dream big. The reason that I was put to learn Adobe Pro and Adobe Photoshop and InDesign and all the things that are that go with graphic design is because I was like, I got to do something better. Sometimes you got to secure your bag in a different way and it got and that securing that bag may be the secondary dream it wasn't never your dream and just was your side hustle but your side hustle became your main hustle so you can finance your main hustle right that's where I'm at right now like everything that falls into my lap and I was listening to Steve Harvey and then I'm going to end this but I was listening to Steve Harvey today he said 
I, he said, what is for me is for me. Just because they took that away don't mean that I just, like, he, he already had a plan. He's he using Facebook Live and Twitter. Just because that TV show ain't go the way you got social media, you better use it for the good and make you some moolah. You you guys are, are taking it never in my entire life, like, which still tripped me out to this day. I have over six, I think this month I had over 3,000 plays of my podcast. I'm telling you it trips me out because y'all know I stutter and I ramble and they be long. So, you know, I'm like, what? 70 plays, 60, 70 plays for podcasts? Are you serious, dude? Anyway, but it, it's an honor and I'm grateful for it. But what I'm saying to you is that accidentally we just slip up on some on our options sometimes we may have to take that to turn it into what we really want you you, you feel what i'm saying guys so just because something happens and your main dream ain't working the way it is move on to that next dream the next portion of that dream work it so it can pay for that main dream and invest in it and and because Sometimes it's lack of finances, and it really is. Our finances have to get in order to make that main dream work. Sometimes our mindset got to get together. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to me today. It's because we snowed in, and uh, ain't nobody going outside. And if you do go outside, you brave. God bless you. But all the people who, and, and let me just say to the city of Buffalo and everywhere that people are out and about in the cold who had to who was plowing the roads, let me tell you, we love you long time. And that's real talk because y'all were brave in some cold and some, some whiteout conditions. And we appreciate y'all. You know, those people are the, 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 the reason why a lot of people are getting to work today and tomorrow. Or if they're not today, tomorrow we'll be getting to work. Those are the people who were cleaning out those roads, who were out 3, 4, 2 o'clock in the morning working 18 and 24-hour shifts so that we can get to work safely. Those are the people who who are plowing to make sure that we can plow in the roads so that we can we can have a clear drive-through. You know, and we need to say thank you. Give them a cup of coffee or something. Or, you know what, and just, you know, just appreciate what we have. Um they, they don't have to do it. I mean, it's their job, but they don't have to do it. And, and so I appreciate every person who has braved the call for every um, every public service worker who the police officers, the, the fire department and everybody else who was out in the cold to make sure that the homeless had somewhere to stay here in Buffalo, a famous and I say famous homeless person. And I hate that word. Larry um, froze to death at a bus stop here um in buffalo and it's something that we need to understand that homelessness is real and it's something that i'm going to be advocating for and advocating against um my goal and always been my dream is to build a not a shelter but a housing project um because i don't want no one else to ever have to say that they don't have a home that bothers me and it still bothers me and they can't afford the rent so, you know, it's something that I am praying to God every day and working my behind off that before I die, that I'm able to start a project in a home, several projects that in different states that people will never, ever have to worry about a home. At least at least if I can house 100 people. So that's where my thinking is and my mindset is at. And 
you know, I just want people to secure the bag. That is why I, I started Blood Diaries. And it's because I want people to be successful. And I don't ever want anybody to think that they that because the, the, the ropes and the odds and everything is against them, their backs are against the rope, their odds are against them, everybody telling them no, their pockets are light, they, they can never make it. That's bull. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be some rough patches. You're going to be out there. But I promise you, if you, you just change your thinking and have, and like I said, I have bad days. I, I was depressed yesterday. But I can't, you can't let depression turn you, turn it into de- devastation. You have to get up and get out and fight. And I'm not telling you, you're not going to cry some tears and, and get some bruises and some bumps. But I promise you, if you stay the course, somewhere along the line, you'll see the win. The win. Somewhere along the line, you'll see progression and prosperous and wealthy um, moments. So, guys, I encourage you today to please, please, please. Keep keeping your head to the sky. Keep looking forward. Keep being, support your local businesses. Invest in your friends who are really doing something. Really invest in yourselves. Believe in yourselves. And have a wonderful day. Stay warm. Bye-bye.